Kick it off, man. Everybody's got to start yeah. at the beginning. That's, that's what it is. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There with your hosts, Amungia, and myself, Uncle Frank. This week, wow, what a week we had. Was that Hurricane or Tropical Storm Nicholas come through here? I think it actually reached hurricane status. Yeah, shaking some leaves and knocking over stuff. Man, so glad it's gone and done with. Um, how did you, how did you fare out of that? We just had a lot of garbage and stuff in the streets and clean We up. just had a little bit of rain. Uh, unfortunately, uh, in my case, I got some dirt on my truck because of this, had to drive around in some wetness and that's always aggravating to me to get my truck dirty, but I suffered through it, tough through it, <laughs> oh, <laughs> got my truck man. washed, but no, uh, the funny thing is I was laying in bed and I'm one of those people that have to sleep with the fan on. You know, right there on top of me, uh, an mm. extra fan. Mm-hmm. And as I'm laying there, the fan, I'm like, man, this stupid fan, there's something wrong. I'm going to have to get a new fan because it kept turning off. But until I finally realized it was the power going out intermittently. Oh, it man. wasn't my poor fan that I was banging on constantly to get it to, to turn on. It was it was the power, you know, just going off for just seconds at a time and coming back on. And, and that was the worst of it for us, you know. And like you said, there was some leaves on the ground. But, you know, I got three sons that could take care of that for me. So it <laughs> um, wasn't, wasn't bad at all. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Or being a hurricane, like I said, we, man, yeah. we were really Holy poor. cow. And there was people who weren't so fortunate. Of course, there's there never, there always are those unfortunate ones. But luckily for me, and you know, we've I've suffered through a bunch of them. My mom's house sometimes it'll flood when the when the waters get too bad, uh, no flooding, not even rain on the streets to 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 you know rise up a little bit. So as far as our side, our, our family, we did great. You know, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, my dad caught a little bit of bad luck down there. His uh, his power was out, and they did get quite a bit of rain um, for about an hour or two. It, it rained pretty good. He's down over in Freeport. Right. Um, but, yeah, wow. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been very thank, much. Thank goodness that it was not. But <clears throat> on that note, let's go uh, well, ahead. And speaking oh, of, oh, before oh, we do anything, we I want to yeah, say yeah, – uh, yeah. That morning, uh, Monday morning, as a matter of fact, I went to go train somebody in Katy. And for people that don't know, that's about 35 minutes away from where I'm at. And I trained somebody in Katy. I was headed to the fire station that morning. And as we know, the, the storm was rolling in, starting to come in. The rain was starting to get bad. And like I said, my uh, mother's house floods sometimes. So all of a sudden, it was about 530, and I'm heading to work from Katy. And my phone rings, and I answered it. And my, you know, I'm driving, and... My mom had called me and like my mom doesn't call me at 530 in the morning. So I knew something was up and I could tell she had a little bit of distress in her voice. She was kind of upset. And I'm like, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, her house couldn't have already started flooding. Not yet. You know, the rain hasn't even really started. Come to find out. And we spoke about her last week. My grandmother had passed away mm-hmm. and my mom was calling me to tell me that. And uh, it very sad, but it, uh, I'm sad. My grandma's best. I'm happy for her. And I would just like to say, hey, I'm dedicating this show and dedicating everything to my grandmother. Uh, 
like I said, there was never anything wrong with her. She was one of those old older people that you know never had any health issues, never had problems. She still got around fine and everything. She, but she was ready to go. She let everybody know that, and thankfully, you know, she just passed in her sleep. My she lived with my mother. My mother went to check on her that morning, and she was passed. Wow. And uh, you know that's the way to go. If when you're gonna go, that's the way you want to go. And uh, I'm just I'm happy for my grandmother. I know she's there with my father now. That's something she really wanted to do was see my dad again. And I know she's there. That's what gives me solace, what gives me comfort, knowing that my father was there to greet her. They're there now. They're all together. She's finally happy again. And like I said, I just want to dedicate this show. And I just want to tell my grandmother, I know she's listening. Thank you, Grandma, for everything you ever did for me, for my family, for all of us. She's one of those people that showed you what it means to love your family, to love your loved ones, and to always be there for them. And like I told my family, when we lose our loved ones, we really don't lose them as long as we continue living in their spirit, you know, the spirit that they taught us then we're continuing them. They're never gone. As long as you continue their spirit and the way they live, not only are they not gone, they've grown exponentially because now it's me spreading that to my family. And then their family is going to get it. You know, it's not just grandma anymore. Grandma's in all of us. And that's the same thing, how we need to approach, you know, anytime you lose a loved one, especially our grandmothers and our parents, when you continue the life that they live, and, and spread the spirit that they had. They're never truly gone. They've only grown uh, in strength and, and their, their love has only grown. It's like a tree, right? That all the branches are, are spreading out. We continue to spread those branches and, and that's how we keep their spirit alive. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I agree with that a hundred percent, you know, sorry. Well, shout out to sorry for your loss. Yeah. What's Thank up, you. grandma? Here we go. We just talked about her last week, Frank. I know, right? That's, yeah. wow. So. Oof. All right, man. So yes, so let's do our best to yeah, make sure can. that uh, that we're the show is a, a good dedication to her. And, and I'll tell you a funny quick story about <laughs> this is how my grandma was. So we're there, we're getting together on Monday, right? And uh, of course, you know the family gathers at my at my mother's house, right? Because that's where my grandma was, and. Uh, you know, you always get together, you share food, you know, you, you, you go buy some food, right? That's what you do. That's yeah. what we've always done. Right. My mom comes out and says, hey, look, grandma left this big stack of money here. She wanted us to buy the, she knew we'd get together. So she wanted to pay for it, right? She doesn't like nobody wow. paid for her, nothing like that. <laughs> so that's a typical grandma move, right? She was already planned ahead. And, and my mom was like, well, we, but we, you know, we can't use this money. But I was like, no, we, yes, we can. We will, because my grandmother was one of those people that she would start crying or whatever to, to get her way. Right? Oh, You're going to do okay. what she wants, or she's going to cry, pitch a fit, and all that until she finally got So I said, nah, we're, we're going to take this food. Me and my cousin, we went, and my grandmother loved fried chicken, so we got a big old, a bunch of fried chicken with all that money that she left. We all ate. I even ate. Normally, I fast during the day, right, during the <laughs> early part of the day. I said, no, because grandma would have been there, you know, begging with me pleading with me please eat something come on you know so i ate for my grandma i ate some fried chicken i even drank a real dr pepper believe it Whoa. or not yes that's how nuts i went that day wow. just to show how much i love my grandma i drank a real dr pepper no dr pepper zero none of that no real dr pepper for my grandma and that's how he did it but that's just how my grandma was she had a stack of money waiting because she knew, you know, we were going to get together. We're going to spend some money. Well, we're not going to spend our money on She had that money ready for us. And wow. that that's that was grandma, right? That, that, that's grandma in a nutshell. Man, that's, that's wild. You know, having something like that, 
you know, she she must have known that, you know, or it was it was coming and or she's just prepared, always prepared. prepared. Yeah. Uh, you know, just never unprepared. Just as uh, just as uh, recent as like two weeks ago, she uh, she was with my cousin. My cousin was kind of like that was like his mother. Right. My grandma. And mm. uh, it was always me and my little cut, my little cousin, my cousin growing up. So they were there at the funeral home getting stuff ready. Right? Like I'm telling you, she had nothing wrong with her, but she wanted to be. So she had him call. She wanted to make sure that I would agree that me and my sons are going to be the pallbearers. Uh, you know, my cousin told her, look, of course he will. No, no, no. You need to call him because I don't want to inconvenience him <laughs> if he don't want to do it. Goodness. So he had to call me on the phone. He had to have me on the speakerphone talking to my grandma. Uh, you know, she asked me, you know, please, we, uh, uh, grandma, yes. You know, of course. I know, gonna, right? How are you going to say know, no like, to grandma? This is so silly, right. but I knew this is what, you know, I have to tell her myself. Yeah. So she'll be, you know comforted in the fact that she did ask me that I did agree to it, that she wasn't inconveniencing me and the boys. Oh, so yeah, man. That, so they know, I mean, look, my grandma was 93 years old, you know, it's ah. yeah. So, uh, but you know, she was on top of things, man. So, uh, like I said, shout out to grandma, shout out to all the grandmas, shout out to all the loved ones that we've lost, you know? Yeah. And, and unfortunately nowadays with all this code, we know we've lost a lot of loved ones. Yeah. So shout out to all of them. And, you know, it, knowing, being prepared the way she was and knowing, hey, I need to start getting things in order. I wonder if she was having dreams to kind of let her know, hey, um, it's kind of be ready. Maybe so. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder, you know, I wonder if that, if that, you know, I didn't ask her and she didn't tell me that. But, uh, you know, that, yeah, I, I have to imagine you do, you know. Right. Because, <clears throat> you know, it's. That is that that's not a coincidence. Right. You know, to say, OK, I need to get everything, start getting everything in order and making sure that everything is the way exactly I want it. Right. Know? Knowing you and I'm sure you picked up some of the things from her as well. But it's like everything has to be just so. Oh, well, I've already said I don't want anything. Yeah. Just throw me in a. Just don't mean a, yeah, I don't want, especially, you know, I just, I just like, you know, <laughs> like put you in a Folgers can. Remember me in my greatness. Oh, don't think I'll be all dilapidated and all, you know, hunched over. No, I don't want people seeing me like that. No, think about me when I was like spry and, you know, all healthy and all that. No, I don't want, no, I don't want anything, you know, just go out and do, this is what I tell people. If you're one of my friends that works out, you go to the gym that day. Whatever you do that brings you happiness, that brings you joy on that day, if you want to honor me, if you want to do something for me, you go do that because that's what I would have been wanting to do. You know, don't sit around crying and thinking about this or that. And no, 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 no. You go do what you would have done. You know, live because that's what I would want to be doing right now. Go live. Go go live your life and, and carry on. Keep going. Nice. And that, and then, you know what? And that's exactly, you know, once I was done, you know, that's what I did for my grandma. There's no not training those people. There's no nothing. -uh. My grandma, the last thing she would have wanted me to do was to change things and, and uh, you know, to, to disrupt our lives. To be inconvenient. Right. So, no. Right. You go on. You keep doing it. You know, go do what you got to do. You know, that's the last thing she wanted to do was for you not to. So that, that you know, for my for my grandma's sake, you know, uh -uh, let's go. Because, you know, I tell people, hey, I'm running late. You know, this happened, whatever. Well, oh, well, maybe we should. No, no, no. I'll be there. I will be there. Let's go. You know. And that, you know, like I said, was from my grandma. 
Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know that, and they're they're of that generation where you know that was hey. So Frank, my sometimes word, you better have that show that night. I I will. I will. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Time. Uh, but no, yeah, just they they got stuff done, you know. That's Come right. hell or high water, it got right. done. That's right. There's there's no ifs ands or buts. Uh, uh, yeah, ninety three years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man, that's that's something. Yeah. Hmm. So, and what, what what I wanted to talk about tonight was kind of the 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 both ends of the spectrum of subliminal messaging. Right. right. And so saying things internally to yourself to gear yourself up for whatever it is, if you're going out to work out, if you're going out to, you know, take a test, if you're going to do something, making sure that, you know, you've done everything you could do up That's to right. that point to be ready. There's right. no turning back. There's no doubt in your mind that you're ready to do it and you get it done. Right. Now, whatever the outcome is, is the outcome. Right. But you right. did everything to prepare. You did everything you could do. You could look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I did it. I, I have no regrets. I put yeah. it all on the table. I pushed all my chips in. Yeah. And then the other side of the spectrum, you know, as Tom and I was were talking right before the show, is, you know, the the subliminal messaging of – what you can't hear being said to you right. um, that could make you great or break you down, right. you know. So, and Tom, go ahead and elaborate on on those YouTube videos that you were talking about, man. Yeah, that's funny you brought very that up. interesting. I stuff. use those every morning on my way to work. I drive, uh, and it just if you want to, on a personal note, actually on my drive to work is when I'm kind of like, I'm not gonna say meditating, but I also do. That's when I actually say my prayers you know that's, that's how i start my morning when i'm on my drive you know because i've always got a long drive you talking about 30 35 minute drive wherever i gotta go first thing in the morning so that you know that's when i take the time to, to, to pray and uh i play these uh subliminal uh messages and all it is is it's the same thing that you were talking about for it all boils down to positive self-talk right mm -hmm. now one of them is like also when we do our affirmations when we write them out that's all nothing but positive self-talk we're putting these messages that we're writing down. We're putting them out to the universe. The subliminal messages I listen to, a lot of it's just like this music, like very calming music. Sometimes it's like thunderstorm sounds. But underneath it all, there's these uh, basically affirmations, these positive self-talks. Uh, and a lot of it's just to boost your confidence, to get you ready for the day, to 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 tell you yes, you can do great things, and and it's playing, and you you cannot really hear the voice unless you really concentrate to trying to hear it, and you and you can hear it, you know. But the whole point of it is you don't want to hear it. It doesn't. You don't want it to be so loud. So you just hear all the music, but that that thing, you know, those those voices, those messages are coming through, and it's so funny because I find myself using. A lot of the phrases that are in those subliminal, subliminal, subliminal messages, and uh, I, I really believe they work. You know, uh, I find myself a lot more. I've always been, you know, kind of like a take charge kind of person, but even more now. Um, and in the past, even though I would take charge, you still had that kind of hes not hesitation, but almost anxiety. But sure, I really believe those those messages and those things that I've been listening to have taken that anxiety away. 
I don't, you know, no, I'm just, I'm coming, you know, I'm going, you know, all guns blazing. And I believe a lot of that has to do with those messages that I listen to that basically are telling me to do that. You know, don't hold back, go, go, go for it, jump off that cliff and believe you can fly. And, and I believe I can fly and I'm going to go. And, uh, and I believe they have a lot to do with it. Now I said, you have to be careful. You know, there, there could be, like I told you, I'm really weary of what I listen to because there could be some nut job putting something out there to, to try to make me do something crazy, yeah. you know? So I'm very leery about what I do listen to. So once I find like two or three good ones, I'll just stick with those. But, uh, I think it can be very useful, very helpful. Um, I'm not so sure if it's safe to do it. Like I do it when you're driving. I was going to say, it doesn't right. sound like it because it sounds like you're supposed to be in a deep meditative state. Uh, sometimes and, I do. Now, people laugh because I always talk about the HEB next door because I get to HEB oh, early okay. and right, then I recline, right. mm-hmm. you know, and then I actually go into my real meditation where I close my eyes. Actually, I put a, I'll tell you, I say a black, I'll take an old t-shirt and wrap it around my eyes. So this is <laughs> the sleeves darkness. that you ripped off from your yes. other shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wrap, I pull it down over my head, but no, that's because I want total darkness. Right. And I sit there and that's when I truly get into a deep meditative state and I'll, and I have to be careful. So I, I set my alarm to wake me up in case I conk, you know, zonk out, right. I'll wake me up. But, uh, once I get to where I'm going, I always get everywhere I go, I get there about 45 minutes early, no matter where I'm going. And uh, that's when I actually do my true meditation. And uh, I believe those help too. <clears throat> yeah. The, the, um, one of the things that kind of brought this up and it, and, and maybe, you know, you, you kind of corrected me too when I was talking about it was, um, kind of those, those self-affirmations that you tell yourself. Right. I, I was, I was, uh, scrolling through Instagram or no, was it like TikTok or something the other day? And, uh, Steve Harvey yes. was talking about Michael <clears throat> Jordan, you know, uh-huh. and essentially it was like, don't be afraid to fail. And I'm always telling my kids that because I have I have a son that he's very he wants to do everything perfect at the same time. He's very hard on himself. And I always tell him it, it's OK to fail, especially if it's your first time, as long right. as you did the best that you could do, because right. no one is perfect. You're not going to do everything perfect the first go round. And, you know, I'm always telling him this and, you know, your your kids hear you say that. So it's just it kind of becomes mundane. Right. But then, you know, I came across that video and I went to go show it to him and he knows who Michael Jordan is, but he didn't know who Steve Harvey was. Right. And he was basically like, do do you talk to this guy? Like, how does why is he saying this? And I was like, because he's he's incredibly successful. He went from being homeless and a nobody to being one of the most famous personalities ever, you know, and here he is telling you Michael Jordan was given the, the shot, you know, the game winning shot 946 times or something. And out of those 900 and something times, he only made 150 of those shots. He says, and what everybody is, is always talking about was that shot that he made. Right. They're not talking about all of his failures. Nobody right. cares about that. They're talking about when you win. That's right. And you have to rack up the failures in order to to be able to check mark those win boxes. Yes. 
And he was just like, dad, this guy sounds, this guy sounds a lot like you. He's like, you have to know this guy. You have to have talked to him. I was like, no, this is just, this is how things are. You know, the. You should tell me you talk to somebody even better. I talk to you every day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He would have, I'm sure he would have laughed at that. Well, think Um, about this in baseball. uh, It's only a couple of times in history. Somebody finished the season batting 400. That's yeah. only 40% success rate. Think about that. And it's celebrated as this mm-hmm. historic event. That means 60% of the time, more than half, they were unsuccessful. But we don't talk about that, right? That's we right. talk about right. this dude batted 400, which is incredible. And that's, that's, that's right. You know, we only talk about success. We only want to talk about the, the successful, the times that they succeeded because that's what you celebrate. But, it, you know, these people, like you tell you, and something you should tell your son, if you're not failing, if you don't fail every now and then, you're not trying hard enough. Oh, goal I tell him that all the time. Absolutely. Right? You're yeah. playing it too safe. If you never mm-hmm. fail, you're always successful. With you, you're playing it too safe, and you're not going to get anywhere like that. Yep. You're only going to make minute, you know, progress. It's if the guy that tries yeah. to swing big, to swing for the fences. That they're gonna get there, right? And the big home run hitters, they're also the big strikeout guys. They but are. nobody talks about how many times they strike out. That's right. They talk about Babe Ruth cranking, you know, uh, historic shots and historic numbers, right? They don't talk about that he also had the most strikeouts. People don't care about that. Exactly. Right? All that stuff fades into the background. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> on the other side of that, my younger son. He just like if he's not failing big, he didn't do it. You know, he's he's a daredevil. He uh-huh. just I mean, he's all over the place and it, it, nothing seems to phase the guy. It's just yeah. like, hey, I'm I'm getting things. I'm going <clears throat> to it. I'm, so it's like one of them listens to me and a little too much. And the other one is still like cautious to where right. I want to do great and I want to be perfect, but I don't want to fail because failing right. failing hurts. Right, um, and it does. It, it really does, does. and yeah. and it builds character. It does. You know, it, it it really really does. So you know, um, one of the other things that I had read about this, you know, that brought on the subliminal messaging was uh, custom motto. He did that with a lot of his boxers, including uh, Mike Tyson, <clears throat> as they were falling asleep. You know, he was in in all of their training. You know, he would have cots there for them. And, but as they were falling asleep, you know, he would go to them and he would say stuff in their ears. You know, like you're going to be the next champ. You're going to work hard every single day. You are going to be great. Wow. You're going to be extremely successful. You know, just kind of pumping them up as they were in like a very lucid um, state of sleep to where that subliminal messaging was penetrating really deep into their brains and 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 a lot of writers you know kind of credit customato with the whole sports psychology um and how you know athletes they they pump themselves up by you know just saying these things knowing it deep down in their bones that hey i'm i've worked hard and i deserve to be here because i've worked so hard right. i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna kill it i'm gonna crush it i'm gonna do everything i can because i have the ability to do these things right no yeah i mean it's one of the most powerful 
your mind is the most, it's the most powerful tool in the universe. We're still trying to harness all the power that our brains have. And that's just one of the, the uses and, and one of the, the power that it has, you know, that the subliminal messaging, the, the programming that we can do of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, we've read about cases where it's been used for evil, right? And, and oh, sure, all the brainwashing sure. techniques. There's always two sides of it, right. everything. The, yeah. the brain is incredibly powerful, incredibly receptive to these types of things. And uh, I totally believe in, 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 in using it uh, for good, of course. <laughs> and uh, I believe it works. Like I said, I believe it's worked in my life. I believe it's had a positive impact and I will, um, it's something I fully endorse and uh, something I will always continue to use from here on, here on out. For sure. And uh, a buddy of mine from work was telling me about a documentary on Netflix about um, mushrooms. Um, it was called like the, the mushroom network or fun, the fun guy network or something like that. But essentially um, in it, they talked about this one doctor that was using it as a medicine. He would take uh, psilocybin mushrooms and they would have these trained psychologists or or psychotherapists that would take people that were in uh, late stages of cancer. Uh-huh. And as they they took the the mushrooms, you know, it's the ones that make you hallucinate and everything like that. They would blindfold the people and basically coach them through communicating mm-hmm. to their body. And and a lot of them were very successful in in repairing their cell, you know, their cells. I'm not saying, you know, hey, go out there and do this, but it's fascinating to think that if you're able to harness the power of your mind, you know, there's so many things that you can do if you really just try. Listen, I'm one of these guys and people roll their eyes at me. It's been like a family joke for 20 years between my parents and my friends, my sister, my everybody. But I'm one of these people that I will tell you and I mean it. And I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I will not get sick. I refuse to get sick. And that's one of the things that I do. And I believe it is a mind deal. I tell myself, I tell, and I tell you, your brain is the most powerful thing in the universe. You use your brain to tell your body, it's unacceptable. I will not get sick. I don't take, I haven't gotten vaccinated. I never take the flu vaccine. No one can tell you with a straight face in the past 25, 30 years that they've ever seen me sick because I just tell myself, and one of the things, I don't have time to be sick. I will (laughs) not get sick. And that's just all there is to it. And it's funny because (laughs) I was having a discussion with a potential client and one of the sticking points is whether or not I'm going to get vaccinated. And... (laughs) They don't accept the fact that I say, well, I just, I will not get sick. I mean, so I'm telling you, I don't get sick. I don't catch this. I don't catch that. Of course. I, of course. And I understand their hesitation, right? I, I'm not stupid and I'm not morally against vaccination. I'm not one of those people. I'm just like, what's the point if I'm just not going to get, I don't get sick. You know, I, I'm not morally objecting to it. You know, I, you want to get it, get, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think there's like a big government conspiracy with these things. Like, a, you know, some of these nuts believe. I just, I'm one of these guys that I believe with my mind, 
I will not get sick. And, you know, what my sister, you know, she always gets so angry when she's getting sick. And I always tell my mom, well, did you tell her, tell herself not to get sick? She's not going to get sick. And, oh my uh, you know, it kind of gets aggravating, you know, for me to be preaching that. But <clears throat> I honestly believe that. I believe you can use your mind to to stop these things and to refuse to do it. So what you're talking about, I I wholeheartedly believe in those things. I, I absolutely do. And, and I would say I'm living proof of that as, as much as like all my friends, you know, roll their eyes. And But at the same time, they can never tell you if they've ever seen me get sick. Everybody at my fire station had COVID. I'm the only one who did not get it. I mean, we had guys deathly ill on their deathbed. Wow. That's how bad it got. Yeah. I did not get it. And I'm not going to get I will not get it. I just believe that. Anything. I'm not going to get anything. <laughs> That's the way I am. I, maybe I'm just that lucky guy. I don't know. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it takes it takes a lot of training your brain. It, um, I believe it does. Because it's it, it, it's <clears throat> not something that happens overnight and it doesn't happen in a week. It right. takes it takes a lot of time. And that and, and to actually believe what you're saying. Yes, you have to believe. Right. It's one thing to say it. You know, it, it's, it's easy to talk. But it's a lot harder to walk the walk. Right, right? exactly. And like I with everything else. Believe, I absolutely believe in what I preach and what I'm telling people. Um, people can roll their eyes all they want to. Tell me I'm full of crap. That, believe me, I get those messages. I could show you the message. I, I get that from my family. I'm full of crap, you know. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. All I can tell you is I don't get sick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's definitely something that you should give a shot. Um, and I've been um, I've been reading a book off and on for a while, the the power of your subconscious mind, and in it it talks about. Um, uh, doing this, doing this meditation that uh, you begin, you know, you you close your eyes, of course, you're laying down, and you start at the feet in order to fully relax and get right. really good sleep. You start at the feet, tell your toes to relax, tell your your arches and your feet to relax, your heels, you know, you just work your way up. Right. And um, while I was uh, training with my martial arts instructor. He was also telling me about these. This is the um, once every six months, right? The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the once every six months. I was I was going pretty frequently up until I had kidney stones. But um, uh, when I was going here recently, he was telling me about you know uh, a meditation that that he works on, and it was basically the same thing. Right. You know, you you start you start at your hands, and you make sure that your hands right. are in a certain position, and you just use your head and use your brain to feel every last inch of your body to right. communicate with it, know that it's there and, and all these things. And I was just like, wow, you know, is this guy's probably never read that book. Cause he's just like, man, I got everything in my mind. You know, he's a lot like you. I know everything and you can't tell me that I don't because he's been training for so long. And you're um, talking about martial arts. This, the thing I'm telling you, it's not new. It's nothing no, I'm making up. It's no, like, nothing these new have been all. around mm -hmm. for thousands of years these types of beliefs and these types of practices yeah. there's a reason they've stuck around for so long Absolutely. Right? it's not some yeah. bad it's not something that we just it, now come it, it is it's, to some people because they don't believe oh yeah right 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 but work. this has been practiced 
for thousands the dawn of man there's you know and it, it, it just and with martial arts it has been used oh yeah thousands of years there's a reason why people keep using it yeah and it's not because it doesn't work but like everything else you really have to train at it because if you just yes. piddle around with it you you don't right. get very far that's right um and and i'm finding that out because it is it's very hard to have that routine to do those things because you so many distractions and and so many things come up oh what i I don't have time and i I remember you saying you know if you tell yourself you don't have time that's when you need to make the time because you really need it at that point and it's funny you mentioned steve harvey you you mentioned steve harvey because i think it was steve harvey that said it when you say you don't have 10 minutes to meditate that you can't take 10 minutes out of your day then you actually need to take 20. (laughs) <laughs> if you're actually that busy, yeah. if you're that kind of busy person that you don't have 10 minutes, then you really need to stop and take 20 minutes. Yeah, I like I like his his uh, videos that he has He's on TikTok. Outstanding. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, I was kind of hesitant to ever listen to him at first because, you know, I've always thought of him as a silly comedian. You know, like mm-hmm. what can he really say that I thought he would just be joking? You know, how can I take this guy serious? And I just happened to hear him speak. It blew me away. The man, if you want to hear somebody really get you motivated, say things that really hit you in your brain and in your heart at the same time, Steve Harvey is excellent. Oh, yeah, absolutely. His his words. I mean, we're talking about it right now. You know, they just resonate. And one of the one of my favorite stories of his that I heard was about when he had lost his job and uh a producer friend of his would call him every morning at five o'clock. Hey man, you know, and Steve Harvey, Oh, what are you, you know, what are you calling me for? This or, and the guy told him, you know, after a month of calling him every day at five o'clock in the morning, you know, I thought if anybody would change their attitude, it would be you. And he's like, you, you're, you get to wake up, you're alive. Answer the phone with a smile. Be happy that you're alive. Right. Go out and do something amazing. You know, And Steve Harvey, you know, he goes through his story. He's just like, man, that really pissed me off. You know, this guy calling me to tell me that only to, you know, after 30 days of calling me to tell me that, to tell me that he was disappointed in me. And he said the very next day, the guy called him again. And Steve answered the phone, super happy. Man, I'm so glad you called me. Uh, You know, I'm alive. I'm awake. I'm going to do something amazing today. That's right. And. I mean, that story will stick with me forever because you should be thankful for every day that you get to wake up and you get to take a deep breath. That's right. You know, like you said, some some people don't. Some people don't. And we we take it for granted. That's right. You know, I was just having uh, because one of my uh, my very good friends, he texted me, giving me uh, offering me condolences about my grandma and stuff. And he was telling me how much how many people he's lost you know, due to COVID and stuff over the past year and how he could sympathize with me. And I was thinking about it. I said, you know what, you're right. You know, and one of the things this really makes me understand is <clears throat> we've lost people, right? And it's sad, but that should make us stop and think and 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 not uh, have so much remorse for what we've lost, but take gratitude for who we still have. Mm-hmm. I still have my wife. I still have my kids. I still have my mother. Man, you still have me. There you go. Hey. So you know what? I wake up ready to be, and, and you know, it's my mom now. She's the head Mungia, right? I'm next. So I've got to be there. I've got to be that example. I've got to be the one that leads our family into the future. I'm the one carrying the banner now, me and my mom. 
So I have to to take charge. And I take and I'm grateful for that chance. I'm grateful for that opportunity. I'm grateful for that honor. And and I'm not gonna sit here and cry. I love my grandma, but I'm not gonna sit here and cry and, and have all this remorse and all this and regret and all the sadness and all no. I'm grateful for who I do still have in my life. People don't have their children. There's people who've yeah. lost their children. There's people who've lost their, their loved ones, their wives, their spouses, their parents. I still got mine. So I'm gonna I take like you said, I wake up and I'm I'm happy that that I'm in a place where I can I can be a good leader, be a good example, and that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm grateful for that opportunity. And and I take pride in that. And, and no more remorse, no more sadness. And yeah, when the funeral comes, I'll be sad, but I'm also going to be proud to be yeah. there and represent my grandmother and say something. And I'm, as it may sound silly, it might sound strange to some people out there. I'm very uh, excited to what I'll be able to say at the eulogy because I'm going to, believe me, if anybody knows, you know, I'm going to get up. I can talk and yeah. I'm going to get up there and I'm going to say some things from my grandma to make her as proud as possible, make my father as proud as possible I'm looking at, because I am grateful for that opportunity. And my family's going to be there proud, you know, to, to say goodbye to my grandmother and say thank you. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, as as strange and as, as crazy it might sound to some people about looking forward to a funeral, I'm looking forward to it, you know, because I want to say some things for my grandmother and, and make her proud. Absolutely. And 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 keep those ripples moving throughout throughout the Mungia and everybody else that gets to go to the, the funeral, you know. That's right. Um powerful people you know tend to have powerful words and if you you've been moved by your grandmother which you obviously have those words are are going to carry in those people and who knows maybe you'll be somebody steve harvey you'll maybe change so. you'll change the way they wake up tomorrow you never know man when we come out with these shows on mondays you don't know who's listening to these shows we yeah. don't know that it's going out to the universe you know who knows who might hear it one day? It might not be tomorrow. It might, it might be 10 years from now. Somebody might come across what we did and say, hey, man, that guy spoke to me. Yeah. And that's that, and that's why I keep doing it. That's why I sit down and write it because every once in a while somebody will send me a message saying, hey, thank you for what you said. And that one thank you, man, that means the world to me, right? Because that means, hey, somebody heard it, touched, it connected with somebody. Let's do another one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So make sure that you you write what's in your heart about your grandmother, man. And I go will out, touch somebody, you know, it, I will it'll be great. It'll That's be right. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you have the the gift of gab and the power of <laughs> of being able to write some pretty powerful stuff, man. I, I love it. Yeah, we're going to go for it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. But anyway, but everybody be grateful for what you do have. Yes. These are trying times. These are sad times for a lot of it. But hey, like we said, you your your eyes opened up this morning. Not everybody got that opportunity. Take advantage of it and do something with it. Yeah. And uh, and I don't I don't think it was Steve Harvey that said it, but another one of the things that comes through the TikTok thing is um, you know, a lot of people and even um oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. But they always say, you know what? Uh, tough times make tough people. That's right. And and you know we're we're going through some very tough times over the last you know year and a half, almost two years yeah. now with all this stuff. You know, hey, hopefully it's it's strengthening you for right. the moment to come, not making you weaker. Right. Um. And and we need to make sure that 
we're teaching our kids to be strong-minded as well. Exactly, yeah. You know, I talked about uh, that original line I want to start with, Unsung Wear. The mm. first shirt I ever had was a, a, a quote that we've heard a million times, but the quote resonated with me. It still does. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Yeah. That's true. It is. It Very really true. is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So hopefully everybody that listens to the show, you know, hey, wake up tomorrow. Wake up on Saturday and know, hey, I'm alive. My That's eyes right. opened up. I took a deep breath. Go out and do something that makes you happy. That makes right. you love life. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the messages I tell my kids, you know, when they, the problem with being so young and starting out your your career with you know college and all that is that you are so young you don't really know what you want to do and they're making you decide all these things right then but i always tell them you know do something that you when you get up in the morning is something you want to look forward to something you want to do don't worry about the money you get good enough at whatever you do the money will come people are going to pay yes, you it will. people mm-hmm. are going to pay you good to do it to and show I tell up them, Right. And, yeah. I, you know, and I told him, look at me now. I finally did that. What I've been preaching to, I finally did that. And now people are paying me good money to do something that I love to do. Right. It, it's funny. It's amazing to me that people are paying me to do what I've been doing for 25 years. Right. I'm just essentially just showing up and just doing it a little bit longer. Yeah. But like I tell them, you find that one thing you love doing that when you wake up in the morning, you can't wait to jump up and get after it. Go do it. Be the best at it. And don't worry about the money. The money will come. You get good enough where the people will find yeah. you. And it takes time. It takes time. Yes. It, it's going to take time. But you get good enough at it and people will come find you because you know what? They're going to want to do it just like you do it. Yep. And They're going to want to know how you did it. That's right. Yeah. Awesome, just, man. Just find your why. Find that thing you love doing. Yep. So awesome. All right. Well, Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. You know, special shout out to Tom's grandma. What was her name, Tom? Carolina Mungia. My daughter's named after her. Carolina. Oh, man, beautiful name. Yeah. Um, you know, write write the best words. I know they'll they'll I come will. to you and they'll flow through you and it'll be it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward um, to it. And so don't forget, if uh, if you love to be motivated on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, check right. out Motivational Monday. Right. comes out every Monday at 3.15 Central Time. And these episodes here come out every Friday at 7.15 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Check them out. Get some, get some knowledge under your belt and go out and do something amazing. Yeah, you know, people out there, they think... Uh, you know, uh, they think that I'm hearing them. I'm hearing them for the first time, just like everybody else. So uh, on a Monday mornings, like I said, I'm driving out to Katie real early. So when I get into my truck at 4 a.m., man, I am so excited. Before I listen to my subliminal messages, <laughs> I crank <laughs> up that motivational Monday episode and I blast it through my truck speakers. Man, dude, uh, they're coming along fantastic. So I'm hearing it for the first time, just like everybody else. I get excited. I get motivated. And, uh, Please, man, y'all check them out and let us know how you like them. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, everybody have a great weekend and good night. Stay sharp. <laughs>